Great Basel Lally. Yeah, it's fucking like a big fucking red, yellow, rainbow colored fucking totem pole. What the fuck? It's like Captain Quencher. Red as fuck. Fuck off, Taylor. Don't paint it. Just get the old, uh, get that old insulating tape around it. Red, white, and blue. Ready for the 12. Like a fucking, like a, like a button. That's it. You, I, but that stuff's fucking tough to get off. Like, you take oh, a layer of skin off as well. Oh, well, might be, be like a fucking dog's cock. <laughs> <laughs> but if you painted orange and then you've got the cream in the inside, obviously, it's like one of them crack <laughs> Captain Cruncher, isn't it? Yep, orange the cream. Joker, <laughs> Joker Lolly, that's it. Orange and the outside, full of cream in the inside. That's pretty much every Protestant. <laughs> I do like a joker. <laughs> do you like a joker? Yep. Also like a joker. More like a joker. Oh. Uh, if you're just uh, tuning in, folks, this is episode 23 of the uh, <laughs> Success <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Uh, fuck your intros, we're not doing one. Uh, yeah, what are we here for, guys? We're discussing the, the man of the air, Mr. Fucking William of Burr. How <laughs> uh, much yeah. hero of ours? Uh, our, our first of these, we've done, we, we've done one back a few episodes back, it was Rick Mel, and then we we're covering Dave Allen last time. So this time, the old spotlight shines on the red haired. Formerly red-haired, angriest man in the world, Mister William Burr. <laughs> what is it? What is it about people called Bill? And angry? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is there? Is there? I don't know. That's well, we all know why he's an angry fucker. It's because his childhood was fucking weird and wonderful, you know. But <laughs> to be fair, I think we all sort of came from that kind of generation. So. That's, that's, that's true. You say that, man, because like any time. Mansions like stories from his childhood. It sounds hilarious. Like, what he like five bras or something? Where's there five kids in the house? And his dad was a fucking maniac, and his mom was just partly a sweetheart. Like, but uh, like it sounds like a mad house. Yeah, guess most of that f is for family on the shenanigans of that house. <laughs> that's it. Because that's the thing. I feel sorry for ones you know when they get older now. Like, because they'll just talk about being put in an alley step and. Hello, yeah. like, remember, I mean, guys? We had talked about their feelings. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is this? I, I mean, I've watched. I watched all of his specials over the past two days, and the, you know, we are probably gonna talk about each special and stuff. And there's, but there's common denominator. You know, there are common subject things, and but there was one thing that he says in one of the specials, and I find myself. I've, I've done it myself. And it's like whenever, you know, you're just like maybe somewhere and just a thought comes in from your childhood that you really fucking hate or just, yeah. and it's like, you need to fucking, you need to like shout that memory out. <laughs> you know, you could be driving, <laughs> you could be in the shower. Yes. Like, oh, we've all had moments like that where we have to, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> scream yeah. out, you fucking shake out, shake out that, that memory, you know. Yeah. I That's do that so all true. the time. All the time, I yeah. do. I do literally go. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I do, I, it's, it's funny as mice not there. Like I, I, I've listened to Bill Burr's podcast for fucking years, about ten years. I've been listening to that podcast, the Monday morning podcast that he does, and 
when he had first brought up about that, it's like when he, when he would think about something embarrassing that memory he has, and he exactly like you say, he has to go, ah! <laughs> and and yeah, I, I have all the it's fucking not, time. It's not that, but like, I, I think everyone in my household will attest to me at some point going, <laughs> and, and they're like, what? What was that? I went, no, no, no. I forgot I had company. <laughs> and Steve, Steve just Steve just shouts out randomly, no, Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> but there's, I mean, his, his, comedy, his, his comedy comes from, obviously, his comedy comes from, the. I think comedy does sort of come from that, that, sort of dark place. I mean, you know, just of like you've maybe certain experiences in life and they, you know, it's it's pretty shit or pretty bleak or whatever. You know, he comes from a working class family. Uh he's working class himself, working class man. And you know, I think we we're all in the same sort of sort of thing where, you know, maybe our futures and stuff like growing up weren't as you know, the kids today, they have so many fucking opportunities, it's ridiculous. They weren't around when we were kids. And, you know, I think that's where the, the sort of comedy comes from. You know, like, you know, you've been bullied or there's some shit in your life or there's just been bad shit. And that's your way of dealing with it. I mean, we, you know, we grew up in Northern Ireland. Fuck me. I mean, it's one of the funniest countries in the world. And it, it is literally because we had, like, 30, 30 odd years of people blowing each other up. Yeah. You know, and the people had to fucking find a way through it and round it. And, you know, that's that's what we did. That's true. Oh, like, like, when you think about it, like, God, like, look, look at the comedy that spawned over here Holding the Wall Gang, Paddy Rob. <laughs> uh, this goes on and on, you know. It's just, <laughs> it is, man. No, uh, no. Tax, we're trying to focus on comedy here. Oh, <laughs> yes. Back to, back to the nitty gritty. Damn you, Uncle Jimmy. Where did you first hear of Bill Burr? When did he first come into your radar? Like? It, was, it was actually from you two guys. from Because uh, you used to talk about him unlocked. Mm-hmm. And that's, oh, yeah. that's basically where I discovered him from you two fruits. <laughs> can you say fruits? I don't no. know. I don't think so. Can you not say it? Fucking sure. Well, you just did. So, I mean, uh, well, to be honest with you, if, if anyone it's wants dead. to complain, it can. You know, to be honest with you, it's the it's. It, yeah, what do you do with the press? To be fair, yeah. I first, I first heard of uh, Bill Burr through. Um, I was listening to podcasts way back. Like this is fucking. It was a good ten years ago when I started listening to podcasts. I'd listen to like fucking. Uh, I think I was listening to like Kevin Smith stuff at the time, and then uh, I got on to listening to like Hollywood Babylon things I got there, and then and Ricky Gervais. Like, I think Ricky Gervais was one of the. He was one of the sort of pioneers, really, of podcasting. Um, he he definitely put comedy podcasts on the map for sure. But uh, I remember like Tom Green. I think he's got a Tom Green's probably had like three or four podcasts by this stage. But he was doing one at the time, and I because I like Tom Green. I was listening to his podcast, and he had a guest on the show at one point, and the guest was Bilber. And I was like, right, and I just listened to the episode, and 
he was just honestly making me laugh out. I remember I was sitting and working, I was fucking working for the Irish Independent time, so I'm sitting there, earphones on, working on the computer, and the office name laughing out loud. People's like, what the fuck are you laughing at me? And it was this Boston angry dude on the Tom Green show, just fucking letting fly, like, and I thought he was just this funny motherfucker, and then just uh, kind of looked into him a bit, found out he had a podcast, and then he popped up. I think he'd done this, like a guest spot on like a, an early Hollywood Babylon episode, one of the ones where Kevin Smith wasn't there. And then uh, I found out about the Monday morning podcast that he does and has been doing for 10-odd years or maybe more at this stage. And that was it. Just from there, seeing this special, like I think it was that first one I seen of his was uh, You People Are All The Same. That's brilliant. That's fucking phenomenal. That's 20 They're all great. They're all great. But that is... That's that's really good. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. I really when I started watching was it's he's filmed the very few stand up comedians I watch now and go, oh, he resonates. Everything he says, I'm like, yep, 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 yeah. yep. <laughs> totally <laughs> agree. Like everything he says, and it's hilarious, and it's it's the it's the that he doesn't give a shit. I, no. I love that there, and I love the fact that. He's trying. He, he will tell people like, but it's a fucking joke. It's very like Gervais, you know. It's like here, it's a joke. I think they're two very similar guys as well as they do. They just don't give a fuck anymore. It's like, oh, you're offended. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's another thing that Bill will, will he'll, he'll mention in particular, like more racing with this cancel culture. Like obviously he done uh, his spots on the Mandalorian recently. He's become like a he's popped up a couple of times in Mandalorian. So he worked one of the episodes there. He's working with Gina Carano. Then she made the mistakes that she made there, and uh, she got cancelled. And this cancelled culture and Bill Burr, um, he kind of came out in defence of her, like and just said it's just fucking ridiculous the way things are at the moment. So, but he spoke before about not the fear of being cancelled, but he says, like, as far as his acting career and all goes, he says, this can all be taken away from me in a fucking heartbeat. A wrong tweet, a wrong comment on the stage, and you're cancelled like this these days. He's like, but so he's like, I don't fucking grab onto the acting thing as much because it can all go away in a heartbeat. But he says, I'll always fall back to the stand up because of all that's always my bread and butter as well. I'll fucking do like so. Yeah, but that like he's he's always going to have that as his backbone. And up on stage, as you've seen with his Philadelphia fucking rant, he does this by just like a crowd, like a motherfucker man. He's got balls of steel. Which reminds yeah. me, cacks of us when we did the gig at Lurgan, and there was like like there was no one turned up, and people didn't give a fuck. And you were like, "That's the thing you mentioned," and it kind of made me go, "Yeah, fucking let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's you talk know. about that. Let's talk about the Philadelphia thing for a minute, anyway. Um, if somebody wants to sort of explain, uh, basically what happens. Yeah, I was actually, you know, what just before we came on here, I went back and refreshed myself and watched the. It's on YouTube, folks. If you're interested, just type in Bill Burr Philadelphia oh, on YouTube, and it's what what's happened is there's like a three or four hour comedy gig in Philadelphia open air thing on Bill Burr's. Like it's like four hours into the show, and he comes on to do a set. And he, I think he's about three, four minutes into the set, and the crowd's like, boo, boo. And he just goes, oh, really? Fuck you, motherfuckers. And he goes from there for 12 or 13 minutes, 
he berates that Philadelphia crowd and he stands there and says, I have 13, 14 minutes to do and I'm doing every fucking minute I'm doing. It's the, it's the fact that he goes, seven minutes. And yeah. then he just goes back into it. But it was a, it was also to do with the crowd was shitting on a lot of, of comedians before him. And I, he was just, I, I remember hearing him doing an interview saying he was just sitting there getting more angry and more angry and more angry. And he went, I don't give a fuck anymore. These yeah. people are a piece of shit. They don't, you know, they don't. Why come to a show like that just to fucking boo people? That's what I don't get. And and he just let fucking fly. It was just, it's glorious. It's the best thing I've ever heard. It just makes me go, right, I, if that's my go-to. <laughs> it's inspiring. Well, for, for us guys that have experienced doing comedy in front of a live crowd, it is absolutely inspiring. What do you, what do you don't like? I don't mean to fucking dramatize it here or anything, but I tell you what, for, the, for that way, like, any comedian would have been well within the rights or forgiven to go fuck it's not going well right folks see us later i'm out of here on oh yeah to go and walk out stage go look that crowd's bullshit i'm i'm, I'm gone but this boy uh-uh he's not and, 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 and him doing that he won the crowd over <laughs> he did yeah yeah you know he that's did. the important thing and that's maybe a thing for ourselves to learn is i kind of think about going wouldn't it have been great cags if you had done that when we did the hardy bucks when someone shouted oh. something to you you know, I think about that, and I'm like, fuck, I should have. I should have just fucking let him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like, like Just go around the room one by one. You hit the bar, fuck you, and then just go left to right of the whole fucking room and just destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Bill Burr's away, but he he goes out there, and it's like, <laughs> one of the first things he says to him is like, I hope you all dead cancer. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, the entire audience dies of AIDS, or you just get back to AIDS, and you're all fucked up by the time you get back to your piece of shit cures that you're all found laying dead in the fucking gravel. <laughs> <laughs> it's he starts about fucking AIDS. He's put a statue up. A statue up of a fictional fighter. Yeah. Thank you. He was a very fucking He's like Joe Frazier's from this town. You can't put a statue of him up because he's fucking black and you're all a bunch of racist motherfuckers. Oh, fucking hell. He's ruthless. Absolutely ruthless. But like I said, like Philadelphia is well known within boxing or wrestling or any of the events that go to Philadelphia, they're a tough crowd like Chicago, tough crowd to deal with but if you win them over you'll win them over for life Yeah, and that I'm was sure, it sure he's fucking hailed around that place now for that uh, there, yeah. was, there was a bit I was watching um, <clears throat> I was watching Paper Tiger there and there's a bit just about him interacting with the audience um, there's a bit like it's going fucking pretty smooth and he said something and it kind of went a wee bit silent and he yeah. just sat there for a second and then so they started doing like a clap and he's like, no, no. <laughs> you don't need to clap. He's like, I enjoy the fucking silence. He's like, he's like if the joke ain't, if, it, if the joke ain't hitting and, or what was it? No, if, if the joke's funny and you laugh, great. If not, I know it's time to fucking move on. It's like, if you don't <laughs> laugh, I'll move on. That's the thing, man. What I loved about that was he kind of just went to the audience. All right. 
fuck is I'm going to make you feel so uncomfortable that you are going to clap? You know, yeah. it's like <laughs> he totally well, psyched them out. Yeah. <laughs> he's an expert. I think he's a very good expert in leading the audience certain ways. Yeah, I'm making them making them do a bit of the work, and mm-hmm. and and then sort of bringing the other way. I, I think it's Paper Tiger as well when he he says something. I forget what it is he says, um, and the audience start cheering, and he's like he stops them and says, "Look, don't cheer because you're not going to like what I'm going to say next." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, I think it's good the, the way he does that, and I, I think to be honest, I think a lot of the stuff that he talks about in all the specials is. You know, obviously, a lot of it's America-centric, sure. um, but it's social. A lot of it's social issues. Mm-hmm. You know, there's it's, a lot of them are social issues that still aren't resolved in America. I mean, one of the big things is race. Mm-hmm. I mean, he talks about race, like, quite a lot. Um, there's actually a special he's he does, or uh, it's... <clears throat> It's it's older than the stuff that's on Netflix, but it was on Spotify. Um, and he makes the comment that um, he, he does this whole bit about going out with a black girl and his grandmother being, uh, being a cock about him, or about it. And he gets shit from the audience. And then he starts on the fucking audience members for giving him shit about telling the story about how his grandmother didn't like him going out with a black girl. And it's, it's things like, he's very, I think he's very social aware. And yeah. he definitely has his finger on the pulse of what's going on. Oh, he's, he's brilliant. He, and, and that's the thing. It's, it, it, again, him and Gervais are so similar now, you know, that they'll just, they'll just make it so simple. They'll make it so simple. And it's like, and it's like, so what are you all shouting for and getting on for? Yeah, there's so, a lot of depth. You know, it's yeah. it's not just it's not just a guy getting up there and saying things down over the audience. I mean, there's always usually a point, and yeah, that's I think that's what's good about his com his, his comedy is it's social commentary, and you know, obviously he's he's doing jokes about he he does a lot of jokes about um, not necessarily the difference between black people and white people, but he does you know there's there's a bit of the differences of the races. But one of the things I really like him for is the the hypocrisy there is around men and women. Yeah, you know whether the social differences and stuff. I think it's some of the stuff's brilliant. I mean, he, he is it. I don't think it's Paper Tiger. I think it's Walk Your Way Out, where he does this bit about the gorilla. But he starts it oh. off saying saying about you know the got a gorilla and there is this woman. Um, you know this woman zookeeper and it's like yeah it's the men that go out and get the animals and bring them in and the women zookeepers are expecting the same money as men and it's just you can fucking hear the audience going oh fuck and it's like you know but then he quickly moves on to actually you know and it's it's little things like that that i think are brilliant the, 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 the bits i love is when he sits at the, 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 the i'm trying to just remember that because i, I it's the it's the one where he's talking about you know there's too many people in the world. Mm. And that's a common thread. That's mm. a common thread in all of his specials. And it's the cruise ships. That's brilliant. <laughs> and he's just like you just go. There's something in the distance. He just goes just fire. It. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just, but it's uh, it, he builds. That's what I like about him. He builds. He takes us. He takes a subject like that. 
And, you know, he, he sort of builds it and builds it and builds it. And then, you know, you obviously get the finale, the, the whatever the, it's, it's not just a, a build up to a punchline. There's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of little bits that yeah. build up to the punchline. Uh-huh. And yeah. it's brilliant. I mean, he, he goes from saying about getting annoyed at people in traffic to, you know, the the sort of wardens of the world sitting there and fucking evil planning and all this sort of stuff to cruise ships and then the social the social aspect after it of like, yeah. you know, the building up the cruise ship building industry and then those people then think about going on cruise ships so yeah. then they're gonna fucking end up there and it's just it's just it's obviously it's you fantastic know? he's a comp you know he's a comedian but again it's stuff that it's socially relevant and you do think about it and i think the bit the bit that he does about the fucking um you know the hitler Hitler's got like twenty million kills, and then why? Why is yeah. Hitler the worst? <laughs> Stalin should be the worst. He's got more yeah. kills. And yeah, then yeah. he goes on and says, "What about that guy in China?" He says, "I don't count him." <laughs> but it's the same funny man. I was listening to. Um, I love listening to comedy, stand-up comedy, and spot. I've been listening to a lot of Billy Conley. He's he actually reminds me of Billy Conley in the eighties. There's a, there's a fucking brilliant part in one of Billy Connolly. I know we'll probably do Billy Connolly at some point, but there's a part where Billy Connolly talks about, he's like, I bet you there's nothing in nuclear bombs. He says, I bet you it's just full of old dirty clothes or something like that. He says, because how can you can't take it out into the fucking the, the car park and do a test drive? You can't go, oh, the test of this works. It fucking works once. <laughs> and he goes in this, and it reminds me of Bill, but I was like, fuck yeah, it's so, you know, you know yeah. that's that's the kind of thing, man. So yeah, it's it, there's there's bits there too. I think that's why he's one of my favorite Bill Burr. He's like the guy. He is my favorite comedian now, right now. At this, yeah. Like I, I've um, I haven't seen a lot of stand-up comedy. Well, I've seen a bit. I've seen like Mickey Flanagan live. I've seen Jerry Seinfeld, and I luckily have got to see Bill Burr. Uh, and he was fucking. He killed. He absolutely killed down in Vicker Street in Dublin. Uh, he talked about the show actually afterwards on his podcast and said they fucking like the the crowd giving him shit, but they weren't they weren't being cruel to him. They were just like he he said something about uh, on the stage that night. He was saying something about that he had what, what happened. Something had happened to him, and uh, the crowd went oh, and he went oh fuck you you fucking cons. <laughs> <laughs> He's like I wasn't asking for your fucking sympathy, and the crowd was like you. <laughs> He's like, only the fucking Irish would pull something like that. He's like, you motherfuckers. But he's, he loved it. He was like, I love that type of, he said, yeah. of, of his Boston mates. And he says, it reminds him of like the Scottish would be the same. And so he says, like, there's that unique sense of humor from the Irish and the Scottish and whatnot. And he, he loves that. Like, you nowhere know, the crowd won't let you wear anything fucking soppy. They'll give you shit. Yeah. And and the good thing is, I said it's it's the crowd you want is the the crowd you can fucking you can feed off. That's what yeah. he wants. He yeah. wants that energy, like you know. Yeah. Where's the? Like we're, we're talking about him being fucking ballsy, and this is one of the reasons I fucking love him. Like, like he's not safe, but like, but it's like you were saying there, he's not setting out to offend either. Like See, Bill Burr, and that and that uh, and that the first one that's up on Netflix, folks, if you want to watch it, the first one of his is twenty twelve. Um, you people are all the same. It's one where he's got her. God love. Uh, but he um, he goes in there like he's like 
So it's said that you can't hit a woman. There's no reason to hit a woman. He's like, I disagree. Because <laughs> he'll find a way. But that, that's the thing, Cag. See, you say he's not a safe. I think he is safe because he's that good. Yeah, yes. But, and I think he is. He's a safe pair of hands. He can fucking take on any thing like that. Like the, the you can help. well, I disagree. Because he's fucking clever enough to, to, yes. to make it funny and not like, you know, it's like it, you get the context of it. So that's what I like about him. You know, it's he, he is a safe. For, yeah, as you think he is, he's safe as in he's. You know, I know what you meant. It's probably a different kind of safe, but it's like, no, I, I just, I, I never feel. But I, mean, like, I can't wait to hear this reason. I just can't yeah. wait to hear exactly what, what he says. I'm like, please tell me because I want Where'd to hear this. this? <laughs> like, that, that's like the, the bit that he does after that. He's like, so. Uh, he brings up like the Kobe Bryant fucking uh, divorce on the Tiger Woods divorce. And he's like, so uh, he's like Kobe Bryant's missus is getting like half a billion or something. He's like, bitch has never had a layup in her life. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, so, uh, he fucks about it. He's like, he's like, I'm not condoning cheating. He's like, if you cheated, you cheated. That's one thing. He's like, but come on. He's like, she's a fucking babysitter. Like, he's like, so she, uh, he does what he does. She ends up, he's worked his entire life, paid for this house, paid for this, paid for this. In the divorce, he's left fucking sleeping on a futon in an apartment somewhere. Like He's like, can't hit a woman. <laughs> there's no I, woman. There is a bit in uh, Paper Tiger where he's talking about you know, how robots are getting advanced and shit. And in the future, you know about all the sex dolls and how kids are going to grow up and they're all going to be virgins to real humans and shit. And then he was talking about it. Just it's whenever he does the wee throwaway, we quick one-liner jokes, where he's like, "Well, you know, you're gonna be a virgin unless you're strong enough, you know, as if to say, like to hold somebody down." <laughs> <laughs> it's like then you're gonna be a virgin. You're just gonna be fucking a sex doll. Like <laughs> if, you can't, if you don't have the strength to hold somebody down, he was just like, and he just leaves that there, like oh. it's fucking. <laughs> <clears throat> so he goes, I was back in that way he throw away a joke like he's got this unique thing he does too where he's like uh, he's playing out a scene when he's up live where it's obviously there's nobody to go back and forth with so it's him like having a row with his missus but he's able to fucking control the entire narrative like a second but he's all like I know I've got a tamper oh, 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 oh are you going to your, you're going to go stay in your mother's go stay in your mother's like a fucking what I know I have to control my tapper. I know I have to release <laughs> back and forth. He's like having this two-way conversation. He's like, he's, I love how Beckett says, uh, you're going to go to your mom's. What story are you going to tell her? This one? Not the one where I'm fucking providing all the fucking money for the food and the paying the bills. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, the argument escalates where he's fucking starting to lose. He tells, I thought you were going to your mother's. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one. It's the one that he yeah, is. That the one. The one where he's she loses her shit with him when he's wearing. He just says, "I just put on my earphones, I'm stuck on the earphones, and just listen to music." I'm like, <laughs> and she didn't. She threw something at him with over the fucking head or something. Just something she, she lost her shit. He just, but he did it just to fucking. It's like, no, oh, I'm just fucking it. Fuck you. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's funny as fuck. I love that the whole context of that of like 
arguing with with a woman. He says, you know, just you just know that you know they they'll argue the point, and 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 they'll stay on point. But if you win it, they'll go rogue. So yeah. you know that in that moment, just in that solitary moment, just know that you've won the argument and take a knee. Exactly. <laughs> just yeah. ride it out. Because so they'll sad. they'll say all sorts of weird shit like, yeah, this is this is you're turning into your da or fucking you got a little dick. I gotta fuck your mates. <laughs> all that sort of stuff. It's like you just ride it out, let them tire themselves out. What is it he says? He says, treat them like a dog or something. Let them run it out of them. <laughs> and it's so, I don't want to say it sounds off, but it's fucking true. <laughs> it's fucking true. It is like, and that's why it's again the old savage. It's funny because it's true. It is that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's real life. There's people will get annoyed at that. There's, and I know there's fucking maybe women listening to that going, oh, you fuck. It's like, but you fucking shit on us. It's, it works both ways. <laughs> so it is, you know. So, you know, it, it, it's true, though. It's so fucking true. He talks about real life. He doesn't mollycoddle it. That, that, you know. He doesn't know a great bit, kind of that, that, that uh, like he's having the conversation with somebody and that uh, you people are all the same, where it's, he's saying, like, he, he has, he's not a dad by this stage yet. <clears throat> he does this, but he's like, I'm going to make a great dad. And the crowd start laughing their fucks out because he's a fucking lunatic. So, <laughs> so they're all laughing. He's like, I will. I'll make a fucking great dad. And he does this bit where he's like tossing the ball back and forth yeah. to the kid's yard. <laughs> and he gets all sorts of fucked up advice. <laughs> he's all, at the end of it, he's like, don't tell your mum I told you about all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that whole bit, just him having a chat back and forth with the kid and throwing the ball back. That's fantastic. That's, that's yeah. so... He's, he's very good at doing that. There, he does a bit about, I think it's in, is it Walk Your Way Out? Mm-hmm. I think where he brings up the subject of guns again, about getting yeah. a gun and how, like, you know, he gets a small gun because... The big ones have the big fucking, you know, the big noise that deafen him. And he does this brilliant bit of like fall, you know, the guy falling asleep with his dog and stuff. And he's just, I think he's just very good at performing. Yeah. That's, I think that's what it is. He's very, very I, good. No, very yeah. polished. He's a good storyteller, Bill. Cause yes, he, he he'll, is. He'll, he'll, there's ones he'll tell, like the gun one. There's the other one about the dog, where he's he, the dog's behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 it's fucking brilliant, but it's you know yeah. it's, you 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 actually visualize it, you visualize what he's telling you, and that's when you know it's a good he's a good comedian because you you do visualize that shit, you know you think about it. But the dog I, that, the dog bit's fucking brilliant, and I always that, that's fucking awesome, and it's really clever. <laughs> you know I, that's well? the one. That's when he he had to get rid of his dog. Yeah. I, well, there's that one, but there's the other one about having to train the dog because. He was bringing it up wrong, sort of thing. Because the dog was the dog was acting like him. So yeah. he says you shouldn't watch fucking American football. <laughs> well, the dog, he says, because the dog's watching. You go, you fucking white, you fuck you, you fuck. <laughs> he says the dog's like, oh, I fucking do that. It's like, don't rat. What do you do? Wrestle him when he gets to the top of the stairs. He's like that's why he's attacking people. He thinks that's normal. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Even but he like, actually, uh, uh, you know, he's he ha- he's he's done a lot of like acting roles, bit parts and stuff as well. 
But he, <clears throat> he did a bit, didn't he do a bit of writing and acting in Dave Chappelle stuff? Chappelle show? Popped up in a couple it's, of Chappelle uh, skits. Three episodes. Uh, yeah. It was like the, the, Sam, the Sam Adams beer and uh, he done a bit where he was like this cop and uh, he done another one where he's like a, like a sports commentator type of thing and stuff. But he's actually, uh, I haven't seen Breaking Bad, but I heard he's very good in it. He's yeah. very good in Breaking Bad. Very, very good. Well, I've seen him like he was in, uh, in that what the fuck is that Marky Mark show with fucking Will Ferrell oh Daddy's Home Daddy's Home he pops up in that he did eyes he plays um, plays a dad of one of the kids <laughs> in, uh, you know at school and he just he just plays himself just an yeah. asshole you know <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought like I mentioned the Mandalorian I thought, he, I thought he was great in that fucking show yeah, I tell you, man, as somebody who has given nerd culture a fucking ribbon over the years, yeah. he fucking nailed it. When he first popped up in season one, you were like, my God, because that episode has so much in it. Really? It's got Natalie Tenna in it. It's got fucking uh, Richard Iowati. It's got Clancy Brown. Yeah. And then it's him. And yeah. it's like, holy fuck, this is an A-list fucking episode yep, yep. of these he's not, people he, he's not there for fucking a uh, sad dress now or just a fucking full of spot he, he no and then some but he always does man I mean, he's and he's been you know he, he's good you know it's it's like, oh, I like... Uh, like frank morphy and uh and f is for family oh, I, 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 kind of like it's not that it's catchphrase centric that show but it's kind of if he had a catchphrase in that show, it's, I'll put you through the fucking wall. My <laughs> favorite line that he ever did to his son in that was, I'll put you through that fucking wall. And he goes, Dad, we're outside. He says, Well, then I'll build a wall and I'll put you through the fucking wall. I just was like, I'm fucking crying. I just think that this is me. This is fucking anger I have with me. You know, yeah. it's and it's there's there's so many good things. <laughs> It's just so much about this. It's really good comedy, but it's also really good drama. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was watching there's, an episode. I was watching an episode. It. And he was, uh, you know, it's at the end of the episode, and the family's making up and stuff, and the man, Dark Kiss, and the kid's like, oh my God, like, get a room. And he went, he turns to him and goes, hey, get a fucking apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to kick the kid out already. Like, get a fucking apartment. You're under my roof. That's a great. Isn't it? Uh, they got five seasons of episodes from Amelie, didn't they? Yeah, I think it's the final season's coming. I think uh, the fifth's coming, and that's it. That's, that's the end of it, which is such a shame because I, I fucking love it. I, I It's it's so good. Like, it's. Well, at the same time, I think, like, like, what are we on, season 48 of the fucking Simpsons and season 20 fucking whatever of the family game and stuff? I think you can worry you're welcome with a show yeah. like that. Uh, particularly, yeah. like, for Evans for Family is following on the tales of Simpsons and Family Game. I'm not saying they're doing what they're doing, but... No, but it's... I know what you mean. So, like, a lot of the ground's already been covered, so to do it uniquely what they've done for five seasons, I think, is a fucking testament to them on the right now that that's coming from the mind of this fucking crazy angry dude, but he, he fucking does it so well. It's like so it's, good, man. It's... I, I haven't watched the episode Family and went, oh, it's just not Family. I, I have not felt like it. No, it's, it's a different kind of, it's a different kind of, I know what you're saying. 
it's um, you know it's it's in that it's a different kind of show. It's and yeah. you know it's all Bill Burr. You know it's it's I just love is it Smokey the the black guy that owns the van and he's just getting the needle through the condoms going breaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 he's like no baby, no baby, baby, no baby. <laughs> <laughs> then Frank then he fucking gets her pregnant. <laughs> Even love like Sam Rockwell as the fucking uh, the neighbor for him. Is- yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. The dad's my hero. I'm sorry, he's my fucking hero. I love him. <laughs> did you did you just get to see uh, the King of Staten Island? I haven't seen it yet. No. What's it like? It's actually not it's a bad great. show. Yeah, I don't mind your man Davidson. Like, and he gets a bad rap for some reason. I don't know why. He does. I think it's he's all like, right. <laughs> Watch Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live, and he's yeah, he's all right. But I have to say, he does. Like, I know he's pretty much playing himself in this movie. It's probably a semi-biographical or something. I'm not sure, but uh, the movie's good. Bill Burr again pops up and he starts dating Pete Davidson's mom in it. Like, but uh, he's. Like, again, he's playing that angry fucking kind of dude like that he plays so well, but that's that's what he's brought in for, and he fucking nails it. So he's like this firefighter, starts dating your man's ma, and Pete Davidson hates him, so there's a fucking rivalry there between the two of them. But it, like, if you've got a chance to check it out, it's worth, worth, worth a look. I, Not a giggle a minute, but it's fucking a good show. Like, I think Bill Burr, a fantastic going. Yeah, I thought it was very good, actually. Um, and I wasn't expecting too much from it. But yeah, it was quite good. It's like a, it's about two hours long for a comedy, like, but still pretty damn good. Yeah, there's a great What's line. Bill Byrne, him has a scuffle on it, like Pete Davidson, and they're fighting out in the yard. Out in the yard. Bill Byrne backdrops him in the, like a an outdoor pool, and Bill, <laughs> Pete Davidson's shouting and smacking. He's like, well, what the fuck?" He's like, "Hey, tried to drown me." Bill Byrne's like, "Tried to drown you." You're fucking eight foot tall. You want to do stand up? <laughs> What's it on? Uh, I seen it on the early, uh, on the Now TV there. So, so like, all oh, right, it's on Now TV, right? Okay, happy days. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, trying to like, all the kids. <laughs> Have you seen have you seen Bill Burr live twice, Jones? Have you? I have. I got to see him. So we seen him in Vicker Street. Yep. Um do you know what a Vicker is, Kex? It's like a goalie, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so Vicker Street we seen him in, and then me and Kathy went to see him in the three arena. So he had jumped from, you know, what five hundred to a thousand people. Up to fucking however many ten thousand people, or whatever that. We were there as well, weren't we? Me and Lane. Jones froze there. We've lost Jones. He's in. (laughs) It's a beautiful picture, Jones. So there, like he's just like. Very, very thoughtful looking. (laughs) Not that nice looking. We maybe maybe <laughs> someone's come into his room. It looks like that. you're like the end of one of those films where it's like, oh fuck, someone's coming to kill me. You know. Then next week, to be continued, does Jones get murdered? <laughs> He's gone, totally gone. And and I, for one, I'm delighted for this. 
He should have paid his fucking bill. Well, that's it. He's been fucking mooching off the neighbours. That's what he's been doing, Bill. He's been mooching out of the government for a fucking year and a half. He has. Yeah, what a fucking, yeah. fucking has. How did you not drown him when he was younger? Did you try, Caxter? Well, we couldn't because he had a fucking big ginger fro, so uh, he just kept floating to the top again. It's like oh, a fuck for fuck's sake. He but made... you, you, you were giving them extra medication, so they made them have that epileptic fit then, was it? Well, it was I think it was that we, we used to punch the back of the skull off, and I think that's what gave them the epilepsy. But, uh... Oh, right, right. And then the bastard ended up getting cast at grade school. You know what my mom and dad brought him to a priest? The fucking leggy. Like getting them fucking exercise to get their epilepsy. To get the filth out of him. Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> where's, where's, oh my God. That's all staying in, by the way. Oh, hey, Jones, how's it going, man? Hey, hey, oh, I lost you for a second. Hey, brother. Hey. What were you talking about, guys? Uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Jones, are you tied to, Jones, can I ask, are you tied to that bed at this particular moment? <laughs> he needs a young priest and an old priest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about uh, that bit of Bill Burr and Breaking Bad there. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the exorcist part. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the bit where I, my head went 360 degrees, right? <laughs> 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 so, anyway, Bill, were you at that uh, Three Arena show then? Yeah. And uh, how did you find it? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was the first time Elaine had seen uh, Bill Burr as well, and she well, loved it. Did Elaine like him then? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Does now. Yeah, she's a fan now. So we had tickets for another comedy hero of mine is Doug Stanhope. We oh, yeah. had tickets for that. And fucking COVID happened. Oh, man. But I think he's coming. I think it's November he's coming. I think it's, uh, I think that's Vicar Street. So <coughs> I fucking love, love Doug Stanhope. We'll have to do something with him, but uh, we'll see. He's Are we covering Louis C.K., by the way? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Did he get cancelled? Pretty much. That, that, um... He loves to have a wank in front of people, let's just say that. Is he? Who doesn't? Hey. Can he thrill Fire. <clears throat> you know? I have to apologise for me fucking constant barking and spluttering this podcast. You got the, the COVID? Of the, the Lorgi is in me. I'm Lurgan. How did you get that? You're not allowed to cross the border. That's why. Because he's got that. There's no uh, soft border up there, Jones. (laughs) What a show. What a show. Hard as fuck. (laughs) Like a stalactite. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know uh, Bill Burr was actually nominated for a Grammy for Paper Tiger? That's awesome, though. And, uh, I, said, was this? I think was was there some thing that they were, it was going to put up nowhere uh, like he can be get a golden globe or something for a, like a bit part and uh, was he going to be put up for the Mandalorian or something? Mm. Not sure. That, uh, that second episode that he's in is we'll very find, good. Uh, really good. We we'll found Wikipedia Jones or. <laughs> 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 
to say is I was uh, looking at things earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's, easy. it's like we, it's like you know the you guys to get MTV is that we sack coming out the screen. I think we should have that with Jones. You just we picked our Jones, like a wee bit of information, you know, <laughs> ginger pubes, you know, it's that sort of Did you like episode? Oh yeah, that's the monologue he does. No, yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, and again, another one like he obviously he can't <clears throat> throw out the F bombs or the cunts or anything in this, but for, I think he does like a seven minute monologue at the start, but he fuck again. He's he's touching on dicey areas, but handles it fucking beautifully. He yeah. he does that in a lot of things. I mean, if you watch, I'd watch a lot of his stuff. Say on YouTube, you'll see him on like Conan O'Brien and and loads of those things. Yeah. And I just sit and listen to the guy talk all day because it's just he just picks shit out. It's just and you know. Or, it's so funny and fucking true. And it, it, there's one he did with Sarah Silverman, which was kind of, I don't know if you ever watched it, it was really, really awkward. Where she's like, Oh, you, you texted, you text me to say that, you know, we disagree on things, but you text me to say, you know, that you love me. And he's like, No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, You fucking did. Oh my God, you did. And he's like, I, I don't think I would ever send that text to anybody. <laughs> I, I fucking cut the legs, Monday, are we? <laughs> this cracking bit in that opening monologue it's already in life he said about he's talking about the woke movement and yeah. he said <laughs> he says woke movement was great and it was for coloured people the fucking talk about all the injustices that they went through and it was all good for about 8 seconds and then uh, white women took it over <laughs> <laughs> he says how the fuck <laughs> privileged what? white got to go to the front of that queue and <laughs> make a book moving about them. Um, <laughs> and SUV doesn't the hated seats are broken. <laughs> it reminds me of the, the paper tiger when he starts talking about the first ladies. And he starts Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pushes that like I wasn't expecting him to go to, towards the president and the president's it, wife. <laughs> Or he gives fucking Obama a hell of a fucking yeah, but that's what it's about, man. Yeah, it it should be about fucking. What I like about Bill Burr, Bill Burr will fucking call it as he sees it on both yeah. sides. He doesn't yeah. take, he doesn't take sides. You know, it's like he he's what I what I like about him is he is what I feel like. Oh man, that fucking guy in the middle, he's gone. Will you fucking wise up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up the trees, will you? Know? Yeah, the game example of is like we, again we'll go back to that Saturday Night Live monologue and the story saying like uh, the audience is all wearing their masks. It was just during COVID time, it was just back when the I think the, COVID, the lockdown had just started or something. He says, Could you see the crowd wearing masks? He's like, I love that. He's like, makes me feel very safe. He's like, I love people wearing masks. He's all if you don't want to wear a mask, I love that too. He's like, go on. Take out your grandparents. Take out your fuck. Yeah. Your weak nephew. It's got asthma. He's like, I ain't give a fuck. <laughs> He's, the fucking population's out of control anyway. I don't give a fuck. And <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I feel the fucking same way. <laughs> I tell you, I'm like, yep, yeah, fucking with you, Bill. I'm with you. I was talking, we were talking about the, the president there, and he was talking about. Michelle Obama, he's like, 
So this fucking cunt, she's out. She's doing, doing a tour. She's doing a fucking tour. Not not a theater. Or, she's like, arenas. Doing fucking arenas. What's she going to talk about? Her book? Chapter one. How does presidential dick taste? <laughs> what the fuck is she going to talk about? <laughs> they spoke of it. It's like, ain't nobody love tours like as transitions. Like, uh, he'll just be talking about one subject, you no, know, and like a lot of comics, you'll see them trying to think about where they're going to next to all. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's going on with you guys? And then they're thinking about what the next bit is. Like, Will Burr doesn't do that. That's uh, yeah. One thing, no. like a dog or something. Next thing, he just stops and he's, he's just looking around and he leans in his fucking uh, microphone stand. He's just looking out and he's like, I have to address the fucking epidemic of the gold digging horse in this country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just switch of <the> subject. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a so, great way to do it because if you're trying to find that fucking smooth transition, sometimes there is none. No. And it's best to just go, this is what I'm talking about right now. That's it. Yeah. Get, get to the point. If you stutter and stammer about, the you're audience, losing. So the audience picks that shit up, man. And we've yeah. learned that ourselves. Sometimes I think we've done that ourselves. Sometimes stage where we've done an awkward opening. Mm. You know, and we've kind of gone, oh, fuck, it's just four decades standing talking. But we've not we've not made the audience believe, I think. I think we go out kind of like, oh, this may not work. We don't believe in it. And because we don't believe it, the audience don't fucking believe it. I think that's the difference for him. You know, it's he comes out and the audience like, yeah, this guy's in control here. Yeah, yeah. You know, you need yeah. If, if you're like you said, no, it's like wrestling, like the fucking wrestling thing. I think we've said before, if you don't believe in your gimmick, the audience is not going to believe in your gimmick. Yeah. And if, if you're you awkward, the audience get awkward because the audience want you to be funny. The audience are there to see you be fucking funny. And if they see you being awkward at all, they feel fucking awkward. You know, it's yeah. that shit like that. It's weird. You start when you start watching more it's comedy. Psychology. Really, it's confidence. It really is. It's all it, to do with it confidence. Is, it is. It's the same if, if if you're getting someone coming in and say doing your training, and if the person's nervous and shit, you you there's not awkwardness in the room. You know, so it is. So fucking shit, we can learn here. That's <laughs> that's I'd have to put up Bilber as. Like as much as they would sit there and go, I love Mickey Flanagan, I love watching Mickey Flanagan live, love watching Billy Conn, love watching Jay Seinfeld live and all. But I have to say the comics that have inspired me from seeing them was Bill Burr and what he's done. And like what we were talking about earlier on there, folks, when we were uh, we said about we we done a six cent show in Lurgan. Like we haven't done a lot of live shows, just the situation being what it is and whatnot. But we went into Lurgan that night, there was nobody really turning up as the guys mentioned. And uh, I didn't want to go out on stage. I was just like, you know what? Let's just call it. I just got I'm fucking fed up, and I was in a bad mood. And, was, and then, but you guys like, you were eager to go on. Like, you know what? Let's, let's just do it, man. I was like, I just don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. This is fucking awful. It's terrible. Nobody gives a fuck. Fuck this. And I was just all down. And then I started because of Bill Burr. I I just switched my mind. Yes. Yeah. On a dime, I just thought about. That fucking rant he done against the Philadelphia crowd and just went, I fuck him. You know what? Fuck him. Like, and that's the thing. And the, the, this pure inspiration from Bill Burr. If I'd never seen that Philadelphia rant, I'd have just, I'd have probably walked out of that gig. 
And you saying that got me going. And then I actually uh, performing and all the gigs we'd done. All right, just having loads. But that one I and weirdly was just when I went, well, I'm going to just do this and enjoy it. Yeah. 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 And, and I, that's why I come out of it. Because there was, uh, don't get me wrong, we came out of that going, oh, and I keep looking back on it fondly because I was like, I fucking enjoyed it. I don't know why I really enjoyed it. <coughs> I just enjoyed the, the, the night. I just thought, well, there was kind of a, I don't know, there was kind of a freedom in it. It was like, I, 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 you know, and it's like, and that's why I'm raging that we haven't been able to gig since because I came out like going, yeah. no, I want to do more of these. I do more of these wee gigs instead. I, I, I'll have more fun. And I think, you know, yeah. That's what Bill yeah. Burr does. It's, it's, he's just enjoying it. You can tell he's fucking enjoying it. Do you know what I mean? It's like well, the, other thing, yeah. it's... the other thing that's encouraging too, Stevie, though, is where like, like I always listen to his podcast, like, and he, it's like, it's just him kind of just talking for an hour. But like he'll say, I was on, like he, he's not sitting there to big himself up, like fuck, I, I destroyed last night. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, as a good gig, he'd say, fuck, I'd done the gig, it was great, the fucking uh, crowd was awesome. But, like, he'd come out, he'd come on to the podcast and go, I'd done a gig last night, I ate my fucking balls. And this is him, uh, like, a, a, a fucking comedian of 25-odd years, like, a fucking veteran of the scene, can yeah. still go there and eat his fucking balls. So, that's actually, I'm not saying, oh, oh fuck, Phil, you suck. Not, not at all. No, 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 I get it. Yeah, that's humor. I get it, because it's, it's kind of like, you know, we can't expect to be perfect every time. Ooh. You can't expect, and no, no comedian is perfect every time. There's no, no such thing. You know, there's people who are close to it, and I think he would be close to it. I, I still would say, yeah, he might, for him, that's maybe messing up something or something that didn't be quite hit for him. Mm. But yeah, I guarantee you that gig, he probably 95% of it was probably fucking spot on. You know, it's... Mm. He's that bigger perfectionist, but then as you we've said before, sometimes it's the fucking like we did. We did a gig, the last gig we did in um, the Mac. You know, Cax, you you fixated on the shit that went wrong, where the majority of it went right, but yep. you were stuck, and, and me too. And I pulled my hands up. You know, there was that one that we did the doctor's thing, and, and <laughs> it didn't fuck. It died on its ass, and it didn't. It just didn't work for whatever reason. It was funny to us, but it didn't work in that I... that crowd. Yep. But we fucking fixated it, and it ruined the fucking night for me. And I know it ruined the night for you. And it shouldn't have fucking done it. And I had something to learn on, like you know, to learn about. Like, the way you look back on that now is like if, if we put context on who we're listening to us here. We basically had a a sketch where I come out as this patient and I'm about to get bad news from Stevie. I'm wearing like a superhero shirt. Stevie just uh, softened the blow. Was talking about superheroes. And yada yada yada, and we all, oh fuck, I love the superhero, and oh, Superman would kick this guy's ass, and then he's like, anyway, he goes on to say that punchline is pretty much you've got, you're gonna die of cancer or something, something along the lines of yeah, it. Was, it was basically, no, it's you know, cancer. So who, would win, who would win a fight between cancer and AIDS? Yeah, so it's basically <laughs> saying, who would win, Superman or, or Batman, and you were going, well, you know, Superman, he's got, you know, this here and there, but Batman, he's got the kryptonite, he's got the kryptonite, fuck, you know, there's the, that's the equalizer, you know, something like that there. And then I go, well, what about this person and this person? And then it's like, well, what about AIDS or cancer? <laughs> and it's, you're just like, well, 
Oh, <laughs> and I love it. I think it's fucking brilliant. I, I thought it was fucking fucking fuck. And then we played the music in the streets of Philadelphia as we left the stage. And yeah. then I just turned around with a solemn, you know, yes, son, you're going to make it. Don't worry, we'll look after you. And I just turned to the crowd. And, no. Fuck. That's the thing about that, that show. Like, we, when we do a show, we don't do... <laughs> We don't do a run of three, four, five nights. So if we had been doing set three nights in the Mac, you, you fuck, we fucked up in the first night. We're not fucking up the second night. Yeah. You know I mean? So like, first. <laughs> oh night. fuck! No, I just thinking all that back. I was fucking hilarious. Like, and that's the thing. You know, there, there was so much good that night. There was so much good that night. You know the the interactive shit we all did and all that there and and that one wee thing fucked us off because me and you were we were fucking raging. I know. And it's stuck with us the rest of the night, but I think now, now we're, we're talking about it now, we're going, hold on a second, this happens, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, so, like, I want to go back to Bill Burr, and he said, like, he would eat his balls and stage, it goes, oh, so it's actually all right, that, that happens, okay, okay. You yeah, that, that's what I mean, it's it's really good, and that's, I think that's what I like talking about, you know, we did it with Dave Allen, and we're doing it with this one, is kind of talking about our you know our experiences and the you know, from hearing from them and what we're learning off of our heroes as well because you can sit and learn so much off your heroes as in, and their successes but I think their failures as well you can learn off as well to go how long it's not just fucking they're human you know what I mean so right. yeah yeah we'll just have an off them. night yeah or an off bit of a night even <laughs> like I fucking still enjoyed that Max show. <clears throat> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it was like, because we were backstage just going, why did nobody get that? That bit where you used to look back at the very end of that sketch fucking had me in stitches every time. But that yeah. music playing, I remember <clears> every time. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. I remember doing, because we did a, ske- a, a, a series of three sketches. Sorry, folks, the indulge us here, but we did, it was a series of three sketches and I loved them all, but that was the one I was like, you know when you do your sketches and you go, I'm looking forward to this one. I can't the reaction to this one. And they fucking laughed at the other two, which they were like, well, they're strong, but they weren't as strong as that one. That was yeah. really, it was like the fucking finale. I was like, this is the one. This is the one. Here's the it's, it's because pack the walk off going, there you go, mate. Fucking class. Because, because we, we actually talked about the show, uh, could you make a joke about AIDS? Well, <laughs> And this was that attempt. <laughs> <laughs> but it fucking was funny. Like, um, I just, yeah, just, I don't know if people just didn't get the link with the fucking music or something like that. I, I, no, I think I, it was I, just, I think, to be, to be honest, for the audience that we had, I think maybe it was a step too far. I think it was a step. It was, I think it was just the subject of like AIDS and cancer. cancer. I think that was the that was probably where we went too far. <clears throat> it also was, <clears throat> but that, I, I, I take a bit of the blame. I think I fucked up that joke. You did just a wee bit I of fucked the... it up as well. You so I, that that's another reason why I was I fucked it up and then I kind of made light of it and then we went back to it. And I kind of think we lost the momentum, but I just remember that we were talking. I was like, I really fucked up that one, so that <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, fuck. But, so but that added me, you know. But we, we, we got on with like, but then the show didn't Aye, stop. We, well, what we did, we kind of just went, ah, fuck it, and make a joke to the crowd, and they kind of yeah. laughed more at that than they did the actual punchline. But you know, there we go. <laughs> we're live, folks. 
<laughs> fuck Kex, remember me and you came out um, dressed as Petunia and fucking Gladys. And the lights came up and we couldn't even start the sketch for about five minutes for the laughter. <laughs> yeah. Just It was just constant laughter. And we were just sitting there going, stop. We were actually saying to the crowd, stop. So a bit to do, like, stop <laughs> <with the> laughing. <laughs> Me and Taylor were laughing. We're, we're trying to get in character. <laughs> we actually had to tell the audience to stop. We're like, right, can you shut the fuck up to we do the bit? <laughs> oh, it was good fun. Indeed. Well, anyway, what those days are going to come back very soon. So, yeah, so. absolutely. It's Hopefully. it's talking about Bill Burge making me. I think that's why I'm kind of starting to talk. I'm sitting here itching to fucking get started again. Well, that Hello. could be my tight pants. I don't know. Maybe a bit of both. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, Bill Burr, he, he said he, he'd come back here. Like, so I'm sure when things are back up and running, he'll be back. So next time he comes, we'll have to make a pint to the four of us to go and fucking yeah. talk to him. Like, Dude, we're gonna fucking open for him. I was thinking the same. He he. And if he do doesn't it. fucking, if he doesn't pick us, then I'm just gonna fucking put a bomb warning in and just ruin the night for everyone. <laughs> It's not that, it's the original opening act will be in a cupboard with fucking duct tape around his mouth and tied up with him. I hate the fuck. Who the fuck are these four cops? I, I, thought, I thought it was one fucking dude. There's four of them. There's Who are these four fucks? These four fucks. <laughs> so, hey. Bill Burr and the four hers. <laughs> it sounds like a doo-wop group. <laughs> Much time in there, Enable? Uh, <clears throat> we're just an hour. An hour, I think that, that, that's kind of where we're at, isn't it? So, but, so I think we'll just wrap it up then. Yeah, so this has been our wank fest about Bill Burr. Yep. Yeah. Here, folks, <laughs> if you're interested in checking him out, he's got like the Monday morning podcast was up on all them places, all them fine places for free where you get your podcast. And on Netflix, there's four of those comedy specials. So, uh, like, watch all four. And F is for family and many other things, yeah. seriously. The, the Mandalorian. Guy, and the guy, the guy, definitely in my top three comedians. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. For sure. Inspirational, he has been to me anyway, as far as fucking what we've been doing live or even down to our skits or whatever, but particularly uh, helping us with, helping me with fucking going on stage and doing live stuff yeah. and what. But, uh, yeah, inspirational. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. Throughout this whole podcast, I don't even know who we were talking about, so... There you go. And if Bill Burr does happen to stumble upon this podcast, you know, for whatever, maybe he's checking them out. Maybe it's for legal reasons, because we've hit the news for something bad we've said. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, um, so, sorry. We didn't consider us, consider us for your uh, opening act. Yeah, because yeah. put it like this: see if we open for you, Bill, and you come out, you're gonna be a lot better than us. Yeah, we're gonna make you look so good. We're gonna make you look like a fucking superstar, like Michael Jackson without the kids. That's purpose for you. Yeah, and I'm a bald ginger cunt like you, so you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Got that link. There you go. So that was um, episode 23, Bill Burr Retrospective. I've been Bill. Not Burr, but Bill. Jags. Steve A. And Jones Burr. Jones Burr, there you go. And we'll play out with a wee bit of uh, Bill Burr, just for the crack. Never address how women argue, which I think is a core of a lot of that shit. You know, and I got to tell you something, man. Like, I never knew how women argued. But after 20 years of losing every significant battle in a relationship, I finally figured out how they argued. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm starting to turn this franchise around. <laughs> I have begun a winning tradition. This is how they argue, as far as I can tell. All right? If they're right, they argue the point. And they stay on point and make sure you stay on point until you're down on your knees, apologizing, begging for forgiveness. All right? No problem with that. Totally respect it. But here's the thing. If they're wrong, they go rogue. They go off-road. They start thinking of shit you're sensitive about. Maybe you don't get along with your dad. And in their head, they just start concocting this evil statement. Totally designed. This desperate Hail Mary attempt to make you so fucking mad, you just call him a cunt what it is and cunt trumps all the bullshit they did to start the argument now it's not about that well that's no reason to call me a cunt and then that's it you're in this room now right <laughs> my girl knows my big thing is my big fear in life is to be that dude who grows old you know grows old alone has like that basement apartment just screaming up at the younger couple turn it down that isn't music so I noticed that anytime she was losing a fight, I don't know where she'd just be like, well, that's why you're just gonna grow old and be alone. Then I'd, I'd lose my shit. The next thing you know, I'm in the kitchen washing dishes for the ninth fucking time in a row. This is what the argument was about. I was so right, what happened? So if you learn anything from my ignorance tonight, just know this, next time you're in a battle with your beautiful woman, your, your wife, girlfriend, whatever, and they start out of nowhere, okay? You're winning and they just start saying that crazy shit out of nowhere. Just know in that moment you've won the fight, okay? All right, don't get mad. Bob and weave, slip all of that shit. Maybe because yeah, you got a little dick, just let that slide. Stay in the pocket of the argument, okay? It's over, the argument is over, you've won. Just take a knee and run out the clock, all right? Yes, lean on the ropes, let them punch themselves out. And then in the end, you throw this psychology right back at them. Well, maybe we should discuss it later when you calm down. <laughs> and they won't hook up with you for a couple of days. Who cares? Who cares? You rub one out. Rub one out like a man. It's the champagne of victory. <laughs> oh, so I've learned. I finally learned to like keep my cool in my relationship.